Hello there, and welcome to the podcast for Lifting the Veil. I'm Noelle Cellini. In this episode, we're going to talk about ways that our intuition is communicating with us. Your intuition, your soul, your higher self, your angels and guides, the universe, whatever you want to call it, is always communicating with you. They are using everything and anything to guide us, to draw our attention to these veils, these limiting beliefs, because as we know, these are the things that are keeping us from our natural state, from our our true self, which as we know is love, joy, health, and abundance. Now, some of the most common ways that our intuition is communicating with us and the ways I'm going to talk about in this episode are finding things like feathers and coins, seeing repeating numbers, which is a very common and fun one to talk about, songs that get stuck in our head, and then even animals that cross our paths. So I live in the city, I may see, you know, some rats, or I may see even some fluffy bunny rabbits. I see a lot of birds. There are some insects. So all of those are things that carry messages for us. Now, I want to share a quick story of how my intuition, angels and guides, soul actually used my dog in kind of a little bit of a dramatic example. And I'm sharing this with you because it will use strangers, of course. It will use you overhear a a waiter or a waitress say something. So it will be somebody you don't know. But of course, it will be people that you do know, people you are close to. Sometimes those are a little bit harder to maybe learn or take in because we may have some, you know, resistance around that. They may annoy us and so we don't see that as a as a sign. But this was actually my dog and I live in a high rise and they have were coming around the the maintenance men were coming around to put in these little packets in the kitchen drain of all of the units in my building. Just something to help everything kind of clean it out and and make sure that everything was flowing smoothly. And since I work from home, I was home when they came and knocked on the door. It was during the day. And this particular maintenance guy, my dog loves. He always rolls on the ground and plays with him. So they were having some fun. And then I let my dog run out into the hallway. There's no place he can go. He can't press the elevator buttons. So after a few minutes, I called him to come in. The maintenance guy was in my unit putting the thing down the drain. So I call my dog to come in. And as soon as he ran in the door, he had his head down and he clamped his mouth shut. And I saw all these like little beads, almost like sand granules come out of his mouth and I look down and he's a terrier so he does he's very curious he likes to get into things but I looked down and I was I was so shocked I was so stunned I was like what do you have what did you get there's nothing in the hallway for you to pick up turns out he had gone and stuck his head in the bucket where they were keeping these little packets and they're shaped and packaged just like a little dish it's something you would put in your dishwasher. So wrapped in plastic with all these little beads and granules inside. 
So the maintenance man had to give me this bucket. I had to call the number on the side, the emergency like poison control number on the side of the bucket. And when I got a hold of somebody, they told me, they put me on hold for a while and came back on the phone and said, you know, it's a totally green product. So everything is non-toxic. He will be fine. The only concern is the plastic packaging that might upset his stomach or his GI tract. Well, he was fine, of course. But I remember being somewhat traumatized by this experience, of course. But even though I wasn't super intuitive and wasn't as good as connecting the dots or I didn't even know about limiting beliefs or any of that stuff, I still always grew up with the knowing that everything happens for a reason. A lot of times, yes, I could not figure out why certain things happened and other things didn't happen, but I still believed there was a reason behind everything. So I took some time and kind of really analytically thought through this one. And the first thing that came to mind was if this wasn't a green, natural, non-toxic product, my dog probably would have been dead or I would have had to run to the emergency vet and would have had this huge expense and this extreme situation. So because of that, it really made me stop and look at my life and look around and see what kind of stuff am I using? What products am I using? What am I using every day that he comes into contact with or that I come into contact with? And this was before clean beauty, green beauty, non-toxic cleaners were really a thing. So from that, I concluded that it was really cleaning products and beauty that I use moisturizer and a night cream every day. So quickly after that, I found my way to a green cleaning class for $10. I learned how to make an all-purpose cleaner with equal parts vinegar and equal parts water. I learned how to make a glass cleaner, how to make a cleaner for your you know, tile and, and the bathtub. It was the best thing ever. And then I found, I went to Nordstrom's and said, what do you have that's non-toxic, no synthetics, none of that crap, and the only thing they had at the time was Tata Harper, which to this day is still one of my favorite, favorite companies and favorite clean beauty products. So that was a way in which my intuition, my angels and guides were trying to get my attention. And as we know, that is now a big thing in my life. I help others transition away from toxic products. I can now eat my makeup, eat my laundry detergent, eat my cleaning products. It is totally safe. And not all of them have to be this extreme, of course. Obviously, I was not aware of how they were trying to get my attention before. You know, it starts out as a little crack in the street, and then it becomes a pothole, and then it's a speed bump, and then it's a roadblock, and then after that, the road disappears. So we don't just wake up one day and there is no more road. We don't just wake up one day and we break our arm. We don't just wake up one day and we have this chronic illness. It has been there for a while. It just is sometimes hard to figure out those subtle messages that our intuition is sending to us. One of the ways our intuition will speak with us is by finding feathers. And 
any of these topics, any of these symbols or messages, whether it's feathers, coins, song lyrics, they go a lot deeper than this. But basically, when you find a feather, what I tell people is that when you find feathers, they're pretty much right in front of you, right underneath your foot. You step on them. They're not way off to the side or way far ahead. All of a sudden, you look down and boom there's a feather. Now, there is different meanings around different colors. And with anything, with any of these, whether it's feathers, coins, numbers, I can guide you to what it means. But really, truly, it always means what you think it does in that moment. So with feathers, the guideline I go by is not only are they right underneath your feet, but take note is always a sign of, hey, you're onto something. So keep going. Whatever you were thinking about right when you saw that feather, when you stepped on it, or who were you talking to and what were you talking about? That is a really clear indication of you're onto something. We like this. This is going to take you somewhere. Keep going with this. Again, you can go deeper and look up you know, the, the meaning of the different colors and even the different sizes and what animal it's from. I'm not good at figuring out what animal it's from. I just am good at noticing them and then being like, ooh, I was thinking of doing a newsletter on this topic. Yes, I know that that's a nice confirmation from the universe of, of a big thumbs up. So that is usually what feathers mean. They will always be right underneath you, right in front of your path, not way far out to the side. Now, coins, coins, no surprise, usually relate to finances, so more so material abundance, prosperity in that aspect. Coins, we do think of pennies from heaven, so if that has always meant to you messages from loved ones or people you're thinking of someone, then go with that. That's what they mean to you, and that's absolutely what they mean. Spirit knows kind of what you're thinking, but... So always go with what it feels like in that moment. But usually they, they, re, they coins equate, equate to financial means and increase financial because you're doing things, working on things, creating things that are going to help you in that area of your life. Now, I've had it where I've found pennies, of course, and then all of a sudden you start to find quarters or things a little bit with more monetary value than um, than pennies. So that's always a good sign of, okay, you're aligning more with abundance. You've worked on your project and you're ready to launch it, whatever it is. You're connecting with the right people to bring you the right resources. So that's usually what coins mean, that your finances are are going to increase. You're working on things. And with any of this stuff, I, I think sometimes people can be good at noticing some of them. So they may see coins, they may see repeating numbers, and they get all excited and that's wonderful. But the key is consistency, consistency with anything, with any sort of fulfillment, success in life, whether it's emotional fulfillment, um, financial fulfillment, any sort of any of that finding it and seeing it is good but then you have to keep moving forward with those ideas with those nudges and urges yes they may not make sense yes you may not see how they're going to all connect but that is what will get you there a lot of people will put something on a 
vision board or a manifestation list. And it's kind of like if you live in California, but you want to get to New York and then they're in Kansas and they get upset, disappointed or pissed off because they're in Kansas and it looks like Kansas and it doesn't look like New York. Well, because you are in Kansas, you are not there yet. I cannot tell you how many veils it's going to take to get you there, but I can tell you it is possible. It is doable. And the more you become aware and the more you listen and then follow the easier and richer life becomes and the easier it becomes, the more enjoyable, the more pleasurable, the more fun it becomes, the more prosperous. Now, another one is songs that get stuck in our head. And I had, I've had lots of songs. Usually I wake up and I'll have it. The way it happens is it will usually be just one phrase over and over from a song. It won't be the song playing from beginning to end. It'll just be a simple phrase. We just can't stop singing or can't stop thinking about and I had a Justin Bieber song in my head one time and I don't have any of his songs on my playlist and I don't own a car anymore so I'm not really privy to hearing a lot of music although it is played in stores and coffee shops and gyms and things like that but I would have this song replay a lot and I would hear it a lot when I would go get my hair done. It was the song, there's a line from it that says, let me love you. And he keeps singing that over and over again. Let me love you. Let me love you. And that's not at all how it's sung, but that's (laughs) how it came out. But I remember thinking at the time, well, of course, I'm I'm open to a relationship. I want a relationship. I definitely desire one. I smile at at men, at women, at baby, at squirrels, at dogs, at birds. I smile at people. I'm not waiting till I see somebody cute and handsome to smile. I smile at people. I'm open and and although I was open and that is reflected in a lot of my interactions with people, people I feel don't judge me as much. They look at me and they smile or they laugh. Uh, it's just not as as judgy because I'm not as judgy. But really what it was getting me to shift was while I was open to a relationship, I was kind of still putting out this energy and this frequency and this vibe of, yes, I desire a relationship, but I was feeling like being in a relationship and having that in my life, a romantic relationship, was going to take me away from the things I felt I wanted and needed to do, like producing this podcast, like writing posts for my blog, like working with my clients, putting together style trips, everything and anything. I I wanted it and I wanted to have fun and I wanted to have romance, but I realized, oh my gosh, that this person wants to love me. I'm just not, I'm not making room energetically and we can take this even further and, and it also became apparent when I looked at my life at that time and realized while I was attracting people who were very handsome and very intelligent, they were all married or somehow involved with somebody else, which was a clear sign. They were just there to get me to shift and notice something, not get involved. And I realized, gosh, why all these married people? Well, because they weren't available. Hence, I was also not available. So remember, the only thing everybody you've ever dated has in common is you. 
the only thing all your past jobs or careers have in common is you. So feathers, coins, songs that get stuck in our head, we may notice them, but again, at the time, it's whatever it means to you and how it applies to your life. Repeating numbers. This is actually one of my favorite ways that my intuition, my angels and guides, the universe communicates with me. And I love to talk about it with others because I feel like they already see it and it's a it's a real concrete, easy way or sign to to notice, to see. And this is because, of course, they can show up on anything from receipts to clocks to cabs seat numbers whatever it is they are everywhere and numbers are again very very easy to spot so this will be kind of a a crash course in repeating numbers which is based in numerology and numerology deals with numbers zero through nine everything outside of that we reduce down to one of those numbers of zero through nine. So the number 27 would be two plus seven, which would equal nine. There are master numbers, and I'll talk about that briefly at the end. So I'm gonna start out with the one. The one is, if we think about it, if I were to draw a one top to bottom, it is very singular. It is very masculine in energy. If we look at a one, we think of new beginnings we think of leadership so a lot of times this is why this is the most common repeating number for people to see 1111 111 it's because it's a sign of your awakening of the beginning of something but again if we think of it it is a very very masculine number it's it's a very so to speak hard number versus when we look at the two if you were to envision drawing a two right now it's got a little more softness to it. It's got that roundedness, whereas the one doesn't have any of that. So the two is more about what do we think of when we think of twos? We think of balance. We think of duality. So when the one shows up, it's a sign of you're starting a new journey. It's a beginning. You're starting to awaken or you're starting a new chapter in your life or a sign of leadership, a sign of getting out there versus a two is a sign of a little more feminine energy so it's a little more balanced a little more receiving um, it can be a sign that you need more balance in your life or that you kind of have achieved some balance in your life either or whatever resonates with you most at that time when you see it repeating twos usually mean hey keep going you're on to something you're starting to kind of balance something out it's not fully materialized yet but keep going so it is a big nudge of what you're working on will manifest keep going with it now threes are if we think of one is like the director and two is the producer three is like the performer so they are the optimistic kid they are great at taking what the one and the two have put down and then interpreting it and presenting it in their own way they're like the actor, again, the, the playful child. Communication is really the idea with the three. And three actually 
33 is a master number and it means master teacher. So this is why the three is dealing with communication. This is also why when we see repeating threes, it means that the ascended masters, the teachers, you have extra, extra guidance around you at that time, extra teachers working with you, helping you to learn that new skill or to work with this client or to move through this circumstance or issue, whatever it is. So threes, if we think about it, do have that more roundedness to it and it does have it's a little more balanced. When I look at a three drawn out versus a two, a three is more balanced. And I think of a three as the body, mind, spirit, as the Holy Trinity. So there is more balance with the three. Now, if we move on to the four, fours, I like to explain it in the way that fours doesn't really, doesn't really exist in nature, meaning Buildings have four sides. Man-made things have four sides. So I think of fours in a, a building or a block. It's usually very stable. It's very sturdy. So fours are a sign, when we see repeating fours, are a sign of you are really being surrounded with a lot of angels at this time. You are really being supported. Not necessarily, it's not necessarily oh, keep going, you're on the right path. It doesn't mean you're on the right, wrong path. It just means you have extra support around you at this time. So if you're unsure and you need a sign, ask for a sign from your angels and guides. Say, hey, I'm feeling unsure about this interview or I'm a little bit apprehensive about this trip. Can you give me a sign that you're with me? And usually at that point, that's when fours will show up. Now, fours in numerology... People who don't have a lot of fours in their name usually aren't good at building structures or building good foundation for things versus somebody who has a lot of fours is very good at that. I use the example of a good girlfriend um, I had many years ago and she had no fours in her numerology and numerology is based on your name. It will take into account your birthday but it is mainly based on your name. So your given name, whatever name you were given with, born with, and it will take into account a nickname if you go by that or if you've married or changed your name. This is why a lot of people actually consult with a numerologist if they get divorced and they're going to go back to their name. Maybe they don't want to do that. Maybe they don't want that energy anymore. It changes based on what our soul needs at that time, what it's going through. So she had no fours in her name and she was somebody who she loved to go out and have a good time. She was also very spiritual. She was very knowledgeable, but she had a very playful, very joyful, very light spirit. And again, nothing wrong or, or bad with that. But she would say to me, you know, I stayed in this weekend and I, I worked on my book. I hope I put some coins in my karmic bank. She was not good at taking the ideas in her head and putting them together as a PDF for people or writing it as a post for her blog. She was not good at laying those foundations, at taking those ideas swirling around and putting them together. So fours are, again, think of that extra support. If you ever think of a tarot card, the emperor is the number four, and I think of emperor as very king energy, very supportive, very protected. So that is the four. Five. When we look at one through nine, five is right in the middle. So five is kind of like the wild child. Five is usually 
when we see repeating fives, it's a sign of big changes are rumbling through your life. I remember seeing fives all the time on the clock and in these past two years, four years really, but really past two years and thinking, oh gosh, when can this stuff be over? When can I have figured it out and, you know, gotten to the other side? So again, not a bad thing, just meaning that you're going through a lot of shifts, a lot of changes, a lot of lifting of veils, <laughs> especially if you haven't lifted many before and are kind of seeing some stagnation in, in your life. So fives are also a sign of of travel or adventure. They're a little bit more restless. People who have a lot of fives in their numerology can be a little bit more prone to addiction. And addiction can be everything from addicted to food to shopping to gambling or drugs. So it's just what they're a little bit more prone to because five is that wild child middle card energy. It can go either way. Now six, when we think of the six, uh, again, if you were to draw a six, what's the image that comes to mind? It is very, it is very soft. It has none of those hard lines. It has none of those 90 degree angles. It's a very soft, nurturing card. No surprise, people who are sixes, if that's their life path in numerology or a lot of sixes, they are usually uh, things like nurses and doctors. They are caretakers. They are natural born nurturers. Um, the six is very rounded. If we look at again tarot, and there's numbers on the top of tarot cards, the lover's card is the six. And I always love to point that out because people think it's the two. The two is the feminine energy, which is the left side of the body, intuition, receiving, allowing, whereas the right side of the body is masculine, action, doing. So one is that masculine energy, two is the feminine energy, whereas six is a little more self-love, self-care, that nurturing, those nurses. So if sixes show up, a lot of times people think of, oh, it's such a bad sign. It really just means, hey, you're focused a little too much on material concerns. It's time to shift your mind and your thoughts to, again, whatever your intuition is nudging you to do. If you focus so much on I don't have money or I need X amount of money to pay my bills, it keeps you in a very limited, very tunnel view of how you can get there versus if you kind of sit back a little bit, which I know, trust me, is hard to do when you look at your bank account and it's very small or in the negative or in the red. When you sit back, all of a sudden you get ideas on or a nudge to go here or to do this or to reach out to this person. You're open and the universe can deliver it to you other ways because you're not so singularly focused on it only coming from this aspect. So sixes are just a sign to kind of raise your vibration away from material concerns. Now the seven, repeating sevens, if we were to look at a seven, if I were to draw it out, the seven is the number one looking back. So the seven is our most spiritual, most inward reflecting looking number. So if you see a lot of sevens, it is highly intuitive, highly spiritual. You are really going down your spiritual path, really listening to your intuition, following those nudges and ideas, 
interpreting guidance. You are, you are good at hearing what your soul is wanting you to shift and do. And again, those are everything from letting go of certain foods that don't vibe with you anymore to people, to relationships, to jobs, to ideas, to beliefs about your talent, to beliefs about what you came here to do, to beliefs about your family growing up, to beliefs about everything and anything. So sevens are when we see them, it is really a sign of, we think of lucky sevens and that's true because when you are listening to your soul, you automatically in a way become lucky. You're not really lucky, you're aligned. Now eight, eight is yes, and we turn it on its side, it is infinity. It is also really the sign of material abundance, so prosperity. No surprise that the Chinese love anything with the number eight because it is seen as a very auspicious number and that is very true. When you're seeing a lot of eights, it is a sign that you're aligning with that material abundance, that prosperity. As we know, abundance can mean many different things. Abundance of friends, abundance of ideas, abundance of creativity, abundance of time. So eight is more material. And I think of eight again in tarot, it is a sign, it is the strength card. So strength is, a, I feel like strength in, in knowing your worth and being out there and accepting that and kind of stepping into and aligning with that. Um, so eights, I had dated a guy one time who his last name, I did it after we had broken up many years afterwards. I just kind of did all the significant people in my life and no surprise his last name was an eight and his father was chief technical officer of a very 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 big company and so he was an only child and he was really kind of born into this taking that last name on so eights are a sign of material abundance now number nines nines again they are it's a combination since it's the last number in numerology it is the combination of the one and the zero. So it is an ending and a beginning. Now nines, when they show up, are really a sign of, hey, it's time to get to work. It's time to do what you came here to do. It's time to put your talents to good use. It is really the light worker number. It's the time to start serving humanity and Again, don't freak yourself out by thinking, oh, I have to figure out my gifts and then figure out how to serve humanity with it. You will naturally serve humanity with it by doing what you like to do. I have used myself an example that I have doubted my, my talents as a stylist, as a wardrobe stylist, but just by going out there on a daily basis wearing my red hair and my red lipstick I have had people come up to me and say, that is a striking combination, or I never would have thought about red hair and a red lip. Just by doing that, I am enough. I am enough. Yes, it's important for me to move forward with the ideas I get to put together shopping trips or put together this blog post or create a video answering, can you wear scarves with a large bust? Whatever it is, whatever I'm whatever downloads ideas I get but just by doing that you are enough so I sharing that with you so that you can realize that whatever your talents are and whatever you're good at they are never it is never too small it is always 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 enough it just matters that 
you get it out there. So nine is really a sign of, of get to work. It's, it's time. It's really time. Now, the 10, of course, would reduce down to one because it would be the one plus the zero. The zero is, as we look at it, there is no end and there is no beginning. So anytime we see a zero with a number, if we see it with a five, it only amplifies amplifies this, the, the vibration of the number that it's paired with. So it amplifies the five. So if we see five, zero, five, zero as a repeating number, it's really strongly indicating a lot of big changes. The four, zero, four, zero, you really are being surrounded by extra support at this time. So that's the meaning of the zero. And briefly, there are master numbers. The main master numbers are 11, 22, and 33. 11 is, those are the numbers we don't reduce down. So we would not reduce 11 down to two. But 11 is the master illuminator number. Now, it's a lot of times called like the Jesus number. And what this means is, again, if somebody has this in their numerology, and we're deviating a little bit, we're not talking about repeating numbers when seeing them, but if somebody has this in their numerology, this is their life path. When we add up all the numbers from their first name, their middle name, if they have one, their last name, and if it's an 11, even if it's a three or an eight or a seven, it doesn't mean that they necessarily are going to sink into the vibration of that number. I remember doing the numerology for somebody a long, long, long time ago, and she had the 11 as her, as her numerology, as her life path, as her purpose, purpose number. And I remember thinking at the time, oh gosh, I don't know if I really see her getting into this. She just seems so distracted with other things, with family, with other projects. And still to this day, she has not really done much with that. Now, that so I'm bringing that example up in the fact that just because that number is there doesn't mean that that person is going to do that. It just means if that is in your numerology, you have more energy or more ability to do that than somebody else. So somebody else may have an eight, but they may not ever sink into that energy or 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 align with that. It just means they have more working towards them that vibrates at the eight than somebody else. So we can all actually get there. I am not an 11 yet. I'm out here talking about intuition and tarot and angels and guides and energy and veils, but my life, life, uh, numerology, life path number is not 11. It's actually a three. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but I take the information that's out there from others, and I present it in my own way. Three is the optimistic child, the performer. They're big on communication. Now, 22 is master builder. And I use the example of 22 could be somebody like Elon Musk. I do not know his numerology. I have not done it. But he would be a good example of somebody who, who would be a master builder, again, it may or may not be the numerology of his name. So master builders are people who are going to build big systems, big change, big, you know, ideas and, and organizations. Other people, that is not something they want to do or they're naturally good at. 
And I actually, when I went to India last year, and if you've ever been or read anything on the Taj Mahal, our guide had pointed out that it took 22 years to build. There were there are 22 steps. There are 22 chapters of the Quran. And so, of course, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, 22 is a master builder number. And if you reduce the twos down, it becomes a four. And the four is a building and a structure and blah, blah, blah. And everybody just looked at me like I was nuts. But, of course, I see the connection to all of it. But 22 is a master builder number. And 33 for our last number is a master teacher. So once again, the repeating threes are a sign that the ascended masters and extra teachers are around you at this time. 33 is a master teacher. Now, I had somebody in a workshop I did for numerology and tarot, and the numerology of his first name was a three. And he said he was the third he was a third child in his family and then the numerology of his whole name was a 33 and he when I told him reminded him of what it meant he said oh yeah I wanted to be a teacher when I was young so again there is that gentle nudge ever since we came down to this earth into this human 3d body of kind of what we want to do we just get lost in these veils and disconnected from our intuition realizing that we are born with these natural gifts and we are born intuitive and everything around us is supporting us and guiding us it's just a matter of reconnecting with that strengthening in our intuition and understanding where it's guiding us Lastly, I wanted to talk about animals and how spirit will use animals to give us messages. Now, of course, we're thinking that animals are going to be physical animals that we see, whether it's a horse or a raccoon or a rabbit, but animals can appear anywhere. Again, spirit will use, your intuition will use whatever it, it can. So, I may not see something like a giraffe living in a big metropolitan city, but if I see a giraffe on somebody's t-shirt and then the next day I see somebody with a giraffe tattoo, I'm starting to pay attention and think, okay, what is a giraffe? What is the medicine that a giraffe carries? What does it symbolize? What is it trying to show me? And to share a quick story about my spirit animal, and I'll do an episode on just spirit animals, but mine is actually the spider. And I like to share this because a lot of people, myself included, are very afraid of spiders. I'm not afraid of them anymore, but they're not usually an animal that people feel happy to see. And, but when we look up spider and what it means when we see it, again, on a tattoo, a t-shirt, a, a picture, uh, in a commercial, a picture on social media, all of that is ways that animals cross our path. But a spider carries several messages. One of my favorites is that a spider, she weaves her web. She does not go out and catch the flies. She lets the flies come to her. So it's very much the, the energy of staying in your own lane, listening to your own intuition, not paying attention to... The other, the other doubts or the gremlin in your mind or the other naysayers and 
not, you know, criticizing what others are doing, just really sinking into the energy every day you need to do, listening to your intuition and moving forward with that, letting, again, the flies come to you. Spiders are also really great because they are, they represent feminine energy, which is very intuitive and they weave their web. And a lot of times we don't see it until all of a sudden the sun hits it one morning and we can see the glistening, beautiful strands of the web. So much more to cover with spiders, with spirit animals, but there is a great book called Animal Speak, The Spiritual and Magical Powers of Creatures Great and Small. The author is Ted Andrews. And not only does it go over animals, it will have everything from birds and spiders and giraffes and rhinoceroses and tigers and bears, it will tell you what they symbolize and what messages they are trying to convey. But it also goes over feathers, what they mean, different colors, how to create rituals with feathers. It goes over colors and flowers and what they mean, directions, north, east, south, and west. When you see an animal in a landscape, seeing an animal on a mountain, represents higher spiritual knowledge versus seeing an animal in a meadow. If we think of a meadow, a meadow is very lush and I think very comforting and soothing to look at, whether we are seeing this image in a dream or seeing it again in a, on a TV or in a book. The book is really great and it's a great, great resource. And it's not something you have to read chapters through chapter. You can flip to it wherever. Again, my website is lifting-the-veil.com. There are a bunch of resources up there. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you will tune in very soon for the next episode.